Hello, this is Veronica from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today, Saturday, the 23rd of April, India registered 2,527 COVID-19 cases and 33 linked deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh, with 15,079 active cases. The death toll has crossed 5 lakh 22,000. The active cases comprise 0.04% of the total infections, while the recovery rate reduced to 98.75%. So far, India has administered 187 crore COVID-19 vaccines. As of today, 84.7 crore people in India are fully vaccinated. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 500 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.2 million, according to the World Health Organization. A large group of Shiv Sena workers protested outside the apartment of Amravati MP Navneet Rana and her husband, MLA Ravi Rana, in Mumbai today, NDTV reported. This came after the couple had announced that they would recite the Hanuman Chalisa outside Maharashtra Chief Minister and Shiv Sena Chief Uddhav Thakre's residence in Mumbai today. The couple had slammed Thakre and accused him of neglecting Maharashtra and running a Hitler-Shahi government, the Hindustan Times reported. According to NDTV, the Shiv Sena workers tried to break barricades and enter the couple's apartments. However, police was able to bring the situation under control. The Mumbai police had on Friday issued a notice to the couple to not disturb the law and order situation in the city. In regard to the protest outside her residence, Navneet said and I quote, Maharashtra chief minister ordered Shiv Sena workers to heckle us. They're breaking the barricades. I'm reiterating that I'll go outside and will chant Hanuman Chalisa at Matoshri, unquote. On the other hand, her husband said and I quote, This is not the same Shiv Sena that Bala Sahib Thakre formed. That Shiv Sena would have allowed us to chant Hanuman Chalisa, unquote. Police have tightened security outside the residence of the Ranas and the two residences of the chief minister. A cow shelter in Rajasthan's Alwar was demolished today. This comes only days after a 300-year-old Shiv temple in the city was also broken down, causing a spat between the BJP and the Congress, the Hindustan Times reported. Several BJP leaders, including MP Swami Sumed Anand Saraswati, arrived at the area today. Saraswati said, and I quote, A Goshala was demolished in Alwar and the grand gate of Salasar Balaji was also demolished. Was this done on the orders of BJP? We demand an FIR should be registered against the officials who did this. Unquote. Earlier this week, two temples and shops were also demolished. Citing officials, Hindustan Times reported that the move was part of an anti-encroachment drive to widen roads in the town. Alwar collector Nakate Shiv Prasad Madan has said that the action was approved by the Nagar Palika board. However, Alwar MP Yogi Balaknath has accused the Congress of appeasement politics. Listeners, the bulldozer has been one of the most talked-about subjects on news channels in the last week. The raising of the 300-year-old temple in Rajasthan's Alwar has become an addition to the new chapter of bulldozer politics across India. On Friday, News 18 India's Aman Chopra held a debate on the temple demolition, which turned into a demonstration on who is more Hindu. You can read my report on the show on newslaundry.com. It is titled, On-Screen Dharna, Shlokas, Secular Bulldozer. It's Friday Night with Aman Chopra, sponsored by Top Brands. Dear listeners, 
Reporting on the media is just one part of what we do at News Laundry. And the reason we are able to report on issues of public interest without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription starts as low as Rs 300 only. Pay to keep news free. Today, the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting issued a warning and an advisory to private TV channels asking them not to broadcast misleading and obscene content. While referring to the coverage of the Ukraine-Russia crisis, the advisory said that some news channels have been making false claims, using scandalous headlines and offering fabricated and hyperbolic statements intending to incite audiences. The advisory also mentioned the recent communal clashes that took place in New Delhi's Jahangirpuri. It said that some of the media coverage was disrupting the investigation process by showing quote-unquote scandalous and unverified CCTV footages. It said, and I quote, Television channels have gone about their operations in the matter of transmitting content and are hereby strongly advised to immediately refrain from publishing and transmitting any content which is violative of the aforementioned provisions of the Cable Television Network Regulation Act 1995 and the rules thereunder. Unquote. Speaking about debates, the ministry said that they may have negative psychological impact on viewers and may also incite communal disharmony and disturb the peace at large. No news channels were mentioned by name in the advisory. However, there was reference to the ABP news debate show, Hunkar, which aired on April 20th. With regards to the show, the advisory said, and I quote, During the debate, several speakers used unparliamentary and derogatory language towards each other. Ukrainian officials said today that Russia has renewed its attack in the port city of Mariupol to take out some of the last Ukrainian defenders in the city's steelworks, Reuters reported. This comes days after Russia took over Mariupol. Presidential advisor Oleksiy Arestovich said that Russia was conducting airstrikes at the Azovstal complex. He said, and I quote, the enemy is trying to strangle the final resistance of Mariupol's defenders, unquote. According to Reuters, in addition to the troops, more than 1,000 civilians are holed up in the Azovstal plant. Recently, Russia has also been trying to seek control of the eastern part of Ukraine, with Luhansk witnessing intense bombardment. The governor of Luhansk said today that Ukrainian forces were pulling back from some of the settlements to preserve units in light of the increased attack. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you next week. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.